0: Welcome to the Positive Productivity Podcast, episode 193. Today's episode of the Positive Productivity Podcast is brought to you by the Positive Productivity Pod. Created to empower entrepreneurs to achieve and appreciate personal and professional success without burnout, the pod offers weekly group coaching sessions, online courses, a private member community, and tons more. To learn more about the pod and to sign up, visit PositiveProductivityPod.com. See you on the inside. The Positive Productivity Podcast was created to empower entrepreneurs to achieve and appreciate personal and professional success. I'm your host, Kim Sutton, and if you're ready, let's jump into today's episode. If you've been listening to the Positive Productivity Podcast for a while, you may have heard that I'm an Infusionsoft certified partner and digital marketer as my paid job. I love my clients and I love what I do. But the reason why I'm building the Positive Productivity brand is so that I can impact people in a greater way. My pillars of Positive Productivity are peace, passion, and prosperity. And I see the three biggest ways of achieving those three as being the setup of self care systems and support. With this said, in today's episode, I'm going to be discussing five of the ways that I see that many people can improve their digital marketing ROI by making a few simple changes to their marketing funnels. Way number one, be more transparent and authentic and tell more stories In your marketing. So many of the ads and the posts that I see on social media are filled with push tactics, meaning, here's my new product, buy it, here's the price. I don't know about you, but this doesn't feel warm and fuzzy. I want to know why I should buy it. I want to hear the person's story, where they came from, and how they know that the product that they're selling is going to work for me. In the Positive Productivity podcast, I often share stories about where I was two, three, five, even 10 or 20 years ago. And I use these stories in the marketing for the products that I am selling to help people understand that I know what they are going through. I've seen great success using this same method of storytelling in my ads and in my posts, And I encourage you to try it out as well if you are not seeing the conversions that you are looking for. Please also consider using this method in your ads. Even some of my clients think that in their Facebook ads, they need to jump right in with their offer and they forget to tell the backstory and the benefits that somebody is going to receive by signing up for their program or even for their lead magnet. Storytelling Transparency and authenticity are becoming a crucial element of digital marketing strategies, and I urge you not to forget them. Method number two, don't forget your thank you page. While so many of us do remember that we need to put up a thank you page, I have even been guilty of leaving the thank you page as simply a thanks for signing up, please check your email type of message. The thank you page is such a valuable piece of real estate, and you should make sure that you offer something further that leads can sign up for or a way even for them to connect with you. Even if you don't want to get on camera, putting a video on the thank you page, perhaps with slides on it, is a great way for people to connect with you just by hearing your voice. When I released the seven-day free version of the Positive Productivity Planner, I decided to put an upsell for the 30-day printable PDF version on the thank you page, and I was ecstatic when a few people actually purchased it. Now, I will caution that if your funnel is not working properly and if your messaging is not clear, then some people may get discouraged. For example, on my initial thank you page, there was no messaging that said, hey, thanks for signing up. Check your email and your seven-day planner will be on its way shortly. Instead, I jumped right in with the upsell and it did turn some people off. I received a couple emails to which I responded with apologies and actually a note of appreciation for my oversight. This was definitely not the message that I wanted to convey to somebody. I didn't want them to think that they had opted in for a seven-day planner, but instead of delivering that, here, you need to buy my 30-day planner, but ha ha, I've got your email. No, that's not the way I wanted it to go. With that said, though, if I had simply left the thank you page to say, thanks for signing up, check your email, and had included no further actions that somebody could have taken, then I wouldn't have received the sales I did. Take a look at all of your thank you pages and see how you can improve them. Method number three. I have had more than a few clients come to me who already had some type of basic lead magnet funnel set up. However, their entire funnel consisted of the landing page, the thank you page, and one email with the delivery of the lead magnet. If you stop right after the delivery of the lead magnet, you are potentially halting any possible connection and or sales that could be happening in the immediate future. Your leads are the most hot and ready to buy as soon as they sign up for your initial lead magnet. So make sure to put them in some type of drip marketing funnel After that initial opt in, one of the most successful ways that I have seen is the day after they request a lead magnet, send out a very simple email asking the person to respond to a few questions. For example, one of my earliest lead magnets was a guide to help people boost their performance on Twitter. The day after my lead magnet was delivered, I asked the opt-ins to respond to me with the number of Twitter followers they currently had, who their ideal customer was, and how many followers they would like to see in the near future. I also asked them to include a link to their Twitter profile so I could check it out. I can't even tell you how many people were surprised when I did take the time to check out their profile and then responded to their email with a few suggestions that they could take. I continue to get responses to my response to this day, thanking me for the suggestions that I provided and letting me know where their current following is. I am thrilled to see these types of results and I have continued the conversation and I've let them know to keep in touch. Let me tell you, these people are not the ones who will be unsubscribing for future mailings. I have built a grow, like, and trust factor with them, and they continue to stick around to see what else I have to offer. Method number four is to always think about the lead magnets that you're offering in terms of their ability to be evergreen products. I have seen so many people develop a lead magnet put it on a Facebook ad for a few weeks, and then put it on the back burner, if not bury it completely. There is no reason why you can't develop 15 to 30 tweets for every lead magnet you deliver and using Edgar have a constant rotation of the tweets promoting this lead magnet. You've put so much time and effort into creating this product that it shouldn't go into the bottom drawer and be forgotten after the initial promotional period. If you're really passionate about the product that you're delivering, it shouldn't be difficult at all for you to create these 15 to 30 tweets, as well as to create additional posts that can be shared to Facebook and LinkedIn. And all of these can be scheduled to be constantly recycled using a tool like Edgar. Also, don't forget to pin your lead magnets to Pinterest. And with your pin, include a keyword rich description. The pin should point to your opt-in page and if you have adequate follow-up messaging set up, then the people who opt in through Pinterest should also become part of your valued audience. Method number five stems from method number four, and I want you to start looking at all content that you put out as evergreen content. This can mean your blog articles, your podcast episodes, your appearances on other people's podcasts or blogs, YouTube videos, and the list can go on and on. For every piece of content that you produce, make it a goal to create at least three to five evergreen posts that can be scheduled into a program. Again, I'm going to refer to Edgar so that you can constantly be driving people back to your site. I am constantly surprised by how many people put out a podcast episode or a blog article and only publicize it once. This may be the day that it is initially posted, but I want to remind you that unless it is a date sensitive post, there is no reason why your content should be publicized until the end of time. Now, if you are curious about Edgar, I do have a link on the show notes page, which you can find at com forward slash pp193. And I also have a whole bunch of other resources and tools that I use on my resources page, which you can find at com forward slash resources. Now, with all this said, Go forth and make it a positive and a productive day.